Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs. And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in, checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry, we got some stuff for you too. Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome into Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy K Troll on the mic. It is Super Bowl week. We are stoked about this week. We have two Super Bowl action-packed episodes, and I am joined today, as always, by the sunshine to my Julius. Listen, baby. Ethan, what's happening, E? Sunshine! Sunshine! I wish I just got a haircut, so I wish I didn't, so I could have really gone for you the role. The flow, like Aaron Rodgers. I know, like Aaron Rodgers spent all year growing out his John Wick hair, and so I, I should have committed. I apologize, I did not. Um, not even hey, a wig, first off, nothing. I know, not even a wig. But first off, yes, it is Super Bowl week, which is awesome. Uh, which is crazy because this is because of the 17 game season. This is the latest the Super Bowl has ever been because it's typically at the end yeah. of January or first week of February. So that's kind of cool. But what also yeah. makes it sweet is that because the Super Bowl is so late, it's also your birthday. You get to celebrate a birthday oh. with the Super Bowl. So happy birthday, that sunshine. <laughs> You know what's birthday. crazy about that? So um, real quick on my birthday and the Super Bowl, they actually historically have been like right around the same time I mean, the last several several years it's been on the same weekend and so i've always had this kind of thing where for several years at least in my professional career my brother and i would go up to st louis to go see my parents and we'd hang out with my dad we'd watch super bowl it's like a it's like a weekend trip we have always taken yeah and so i've always taken the monday after super bowl off from work and i've used which my birthday everybody should. Free day, which everybody, which everybody should, should. should be a national holiday Could we be honest <laughs> The Super Bowl should be on Saturday, right? That's what we should be honest about, yeah. So I've taken that day off for like every year for a long time. And um, I've used my birthday, my floating birthday holiday as that vacation day. So it's always been nice. a couple of days before, day of, a couple of days after, whatever. It's always been kind of been the same thing. This year, it's actually because, because it's a week later now, we're going to start having and I think it's going to be closer to my son's birthday, which is the 12th. So I was like, oh, it's it's his birthday. So now we're kind of, he's going with me this year. We're taking the the boys nice. with us and so all right it's gonna be like his birthday as well so yeah it's pretty That's exciting awesome. well yeah um so speaking of sons so obviously my son brady just celebrated his birthday last week so because his is on the first so he was born yep. february 1st and then when he was born so he was born on a on a wednesday or a tuesday or wednesday so that sunday was the Super Bowl. And that Sunday happened to be the Super Bowl where the Patriots were playing the Falcons. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So he was up. Had you already named him by then? I forget. I forget. Yes. Had you already I named mean, him by then? Okay. So the funny thing is, like, Kirsten and I had decided on the name, like, months prior. So we already had it. And then uh, I can remember this explicitly. We, I was on the road with Penn State women's basketball. We were playing at Indiana, and it, we were on the road for a weekend. And it was the AFC Championship game where the Patriots were playing the Steelers. And uh, I'm out with my buddy Greg and um, some people we knew in Indiana. 
and we were just watching the game at, I think, a Buffalo Wild Wings. And all I know is we're right before we're about to go, I get a call from Kirsten. She goes, Ethan, did you know that the Patriots were in the AFC Championship game? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yes, I, I did know this. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Goes, Ethan, we're about to have our kid. If it's a boy, because we, we did not know if it was going to be a boy or a girl. So we had a boy name and a girl name picked out. It's like, if it's a boy... They're all going to think we named him after Tom Brady because if he goes to the Super Bowl, like, <laughs> like, like well, I'm a lifelong right. Patriots fan. First yeah. of all, you're yeah. half right. So that's okay. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, so we had, so she, it just dawned on her then, which was, I just thought hilarious, okay. like two weeks hey, prior to you made game. it pretty far. Yeah, that's good. It is. So anyway, so Brady's born. It's a boy. So he's named Brady again, not because of Thomas. It was just because we like the name Brady. Uh, but then we're watching the Super Bowl and we're getting killed. It's 28 to three. And I'm just so despondent. I'm so angry. I'm so mad. And I'm like, you know what? We're changing this kid's name, which he's not pretty. He's if we lose this, <laughs> his game, name is going to be Matt no Ryan, Matt Ryan, <laughs> Boston <name>. College, <laughs> Boston College. It's, yep. It's Matt Ryan, Gelfand. Let's Matt go. Ryan Gelfand, let's go. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts Gelfand. All right. Um, <laughs> so the rest is the rest is history. They come back and win the game. But the fact of the matter is that Kirsten had realized two weeks prior, like, Ethan, did you know they were in the AFC Championship? Yes, I, I did know this. So thanks, Kirsten. So I think it's like, um, that's a regional name, though, too. Like, so somewhere along the way, people started naming their kids Brady in the Boston area because of Tom Brady. And then Probably, yeah. it it became a like it's a really cool name anyway. It's a cool first name because it's the last name, yeah. you know, and it's very popular. And so then it became more of like there's not a ton of them, I'm sure, but there um, there's a decent amount of them up in that area, I'm sure. And then people are like, no, I just like the names. Like, no, I just kind of like the name Brady, you know. And yeah. over time, it becomes kind of just more like a neat name. And I'm sure I'm sure it started. Oh, well, I mean, it's probably a, it's probably a strong Irish name, no matter what, like, you know, <laughs> it started, it's probably started with Beef here. It started with Beefo Brady's, let's be honest, but um, <laughs> no, it, it, um, but then over time, you know, it gets more common. And then all of a sudden you're kind of like, no, I like the name, not because of Tom Brady. I just like the name and I've heard it a few yeah. times and I kind of like, it, you know, that's it's down in the South. Everyone's named Jackson. And so that's like the, kind of the same thing here. And I, I don't know. Okay where it comes from but like it's a very common southern first name Bo, for boys Bo jackson yeah that's why oh and, well and Bo and Bo Auburn, as well on, and, man yeah so i don't know it's it's probably the same idea really like it started out as probably after namesake and then people just kind of got used to it and liked it and were like oh, i kind of like the name though so this is just a really super dumb fact so i said we had a, a boy's name and a girl's name ironically the girl's name was quinn tom and so I was like, all right, so our boy Giselle. and girl names are Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn. I was like, oh, damn it. That's hilarious. So, yeah. So, shoot, what was I, where, where, where was I going with that? Oh, but okay. So here's my question to you. So we're talking about Brady, his grown in popularity. Growing up, I didn't, I knew one other Ethan. Like Ethan was nowhere to be found. We go to Disney World. It yeah. was not on any of the the license plates or any of those little keychains. Yeah. None of those. Yeah. So Kemper, like, tell me you knew <laughs> one other Kemper. <laughs> I didn't know a single one. I didn't ever know one until the creation of Facebook. And when we were in college, Facebook came out. When we were in college, not to date ourselves, but we were like, you know, the first class of people in that thing, right? We really were. So I remember junior or senior year. 
I got friend requested by a couple of different people named Kemper, and it was like they <laughs> were trying because... to like find all of them, you know, like find That's the awesome. Kempers, befriend them, and and most of them were boys, but some were girls too. It's kind of like wow, felt, felt like there's no reason Kemper. it should be a. I mean, there's no connotation there. I don't know why anyone would I mean, think. I guess it should be a boy's name, you know. I guess you're right. So ironically, at Wake. Uh, a basketball manager I worked with, his name was David Cross, but for whatever reason, people called From him Kemper. Arrested Development? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that guy. He he just had a blue face. It was awesome. Was he a uh, never nude? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's only wearing jean shorts. But anyway, everyone called him Kemper. And I had, first of all, again, I had never heard of that before. This is before I met you. And so then I do meet you. I'm like, what the hell? Is this like a secret name I knew nothing about? Then everyone is, is just like, me. how do you not know Kemper? Like, this is stupid. Duh. Wow. It's a great name. There's a uh, there's a dollar bargain bin DVD that I found one time that's named Kemper. And it's uh, some murder. <laughs> it's a murder movie. It's like, it's <laughs> this a guy murder. Is, I guess the guy's name is Kemper. He just murders people. I don't know. I was like, I'm going to uh, buy that. That's what you need. That's exactly right what up you my alley. So did you ever figure out why David Cross would take my name? No, I didn't. He was a great dude. Why didn't too. you ask? Why didn't you ask him? Hey, dude, what's up with Kemper? Where'd that come from? Maybe his middle name, I guess, right? Well, yeah, I'm starting to think back. Maybe it was his middle name, but he just, everyone referred to him as Kemper. Like his first name was David, but no one called him David. They called him Kemper. Yeah. But so maybe, maybe it was David Kemper Cross. I don't know. I'll have to search him on the Facebook and see if we can find him. You should check him out. Yeah. Tell him he, yeah. he probably friended me at some point. He probably did. He's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Nah, he probably didn't know how to do that at that point. Sorry, Dave. Uh, Okay, so one, I know I know we're still getting into the Super Bowl. I know we still have time, though. So it's still that that weird in between time. So I have one more question for you. So uh, my son, Brady, just talked about him just his birthday. So he got a Super Mario game, like a video game on the switch. So he's currently playing Super Mario Odyssey. Okay. Oh yeah. So I was Cappy. I was playing yeah, with him. Yep, with Cappy. Kind of creepy. Like he you throw the cap on, then you take you become anyway. Uh so he's playing it. And I was sitting down, and I was playing with him, and we come to a boss. Okay. I was like, ooh, this guy's like tough. Like, how do we even oh dad? I all you gotta do is you throw the cap on this little chomp chomp thing, you hit it, and then you take the cap off, you jump on his head. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, this is the first time we're seeing this guy. Like, how do you know this? He goes, Oh, I watch videos. I was like, what? Yes. This is yes. some crap, man. Like, oh, and again, this is just going to be my classic back in my day. But back in my day, we didn't have videos you could look up to see how you beat these bosses. You had to die like 30 times to figure out, <laughs> okay, I've tried 30 different ways to beat this guy. It ain't working. Now I think I know how to die five more times once you figure it out. So like, he just said, oh yeah, he just do this, this, look in the secret corner, find the secret little thing. I'm like, no, this is such crap. So what are your thoughts on this, man? Like, Kids these okay. days can just look on videos to figure this crap out. I have a lot of thoughts on it. So first off, I do remember what you're talking about, which is it would spread by word of mouth. Like you'd be like, "Oh, did you hear that Mike? Did you hear Michael beat Mike Tyson's punch out? Like the whole game? Like yeah, he beat the whole game. Like damn, he's like the only guy you know that could beat the yeah. whole game all the way through, right? Okay, so that happened. First off, um, second off, I think in part. Like, I'm not totally against it because it, it shows the resourcefulness and that's a skill that actually is valuable. Like, if you don't know something, you go look it up kind of thing. Like, that is a, that's a real world applicable skill that the kids learn very it's young. And so you're kind of like, it's a stretch, but maybe, I'll give it to you, you know, hey, stretch. Google is your friend, Wikipedia is your friend. Like, you know, if you don't know something anymore, you don't, you don't like try to figure it out forever. 
I think that was like a badge of honor that we thought was valuable that we're kind of now it's like, Oh, it was valuable. Or, now I know or just when figure it out Zelda immediately <laughs> or just figure it out. Yeah. Like why not? Why not just figure it out immediately? Like I think the problem solving skills are lacking. So that's definitely an issue. And I wonder what that will do longer term, but I don't know. It's also like pretty resourceful and I, I don't think that's a bad thing. You're deflated my kids by the exact same You're deflated no, my kids by the exact same way. Say, yeah, you got to figure out that Bowser's going to punish you to death. And then you figure out you got to go under him, not over him. Like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they, they, you know what? They figure out some other things, but you're right. I mean, it, it, uh, it was alarming to me at first too. I was like, it kind of takes the fun out of it. Cause I'm like, you know where all the hidden blocks are. You know where all the hidden stuff is. And I'm like, I'm like, Miles, how do you, how did you know that? He's like, you know, oh, it's just, I think, I think there might be something over here. And I'm, and he like goes to <laughs> one very specific place and, and does one very specific oh, action. I'm like, hmm, you ground pounded right there on that flower. Interesting. And you got like 10, 10 free lives. Cool. You know, it's like, <laughs> they, but they watch, there are these, these people are making bank. Um, the first one we got into was Zebra Gamer. He, Miles watched Zebra Gamer like he was going out of style. His content somehow left or got pulled off of maybe Amazon Prime. Then it became Blocks O'Brien. Blocks O'Brien's <laughs> got a bunch of videos out there. Um, is Zebra Gamer has then reappeared on Kadoodle, the app. And so then you've got this guy, Preston, who does all this Minecraft stuff, who's like really out there. There's there's so many different people that they watch. Oh my! It's gosh. kind of hilarious. And, I, and I'll this go is. through the living room and I'll just be like, are you watching someone else play a video game? Like, wouldn't you rather just play it, you know? Play it? But then I'll also get like hooked. I'll be like... <laughs> I'm like watching, oh, oh, watching like, go through that like, like Jamie, Jimmy, you should have seen what Preston did the other day. He built an entire, <laughs> he built uh, the Louvre. Oh my God. He built the Louvre in Minecraft. It's amazing. You know, he built the palace at Versailles. It was unreal. It was a, a, unbelievable. The Taj Mahal is coming next. I mean, he, he posts his schedule of what he's doing. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 Well, we got to tune in Tuesday. He's going to build a, <laughs> he's going to build a Met. <laughs> <laughs> so, i don't know it's like it's like i don't know it's it's pretty wild right, so, but uh yeah so you're back they get forth. very entertained okay, so watching them they do you're right so okay all right so I'll, I'll get a little bit off my soapbox i hear the other side of it a little more so i'll cool myself down a little bit but still you gotta think to... is the resourcefulness a good life skill and i think it is now i don't want to replace problem solving skills so you maybe need to strike a balance there Oh, we'll strike a balance. Don't you worry. Oh, we will strike a balance. Oh, we will. And speaking of striking a balance, what was the balance of you actually watching the Pro Bowl? The balance was zero minutes of Pro Bowl action. <laughs> I saw. I didn't even know what time it was on. Honestly, I was like, I was trying to find the skills challenge one night and it wasn't on. I was like, uh, I, I don't I don't know how to watch this. Yeah, it was too much work. So, no, I didn't watch any of it. I watched some highlights and uh, checked out the box score and. Looked like a lot of defensive touchdowns, which was yeah. There were six interceptions like, okay. thrown in the first half. Six <laughs> interceptions. Like, that is not a Pro Bowl caliber offense. Um, I guess the defense is better than the offense. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. But yeah, uh, same as you. I thought it was actually on Saturday. So I tried to tune in Saturday. I'm like, oh, it's on tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, it would make more sense. Once again, like the Super Bowl should be played on Saturday. I figured yeah. no one cares. Put it on Saturday for Pro Bowl and see what happens. But no. I guess it was Sunday at three. Good times. Had Sunday by at three. Yep. Yep. There you go. <laughs> uh, I do like that um, my boy Mac you... Jones was in there. I did like that. So, I didn't even know he was on the know. roster. I'm not sure how that happened. I don't know if it was like a rookie Pro Bowl 
class or if they're like a, a couple of rookies that get it every year, like player nominated or I don't, I'm not sure how that works, but well, he had like I'm a sure fine, they, he had a fine season, but it wasn't like pro bowl caliber, you know? Well, let's be honest. They probably went down the line. So obviously if the two Super Bowl <laughs> quarterbacks are out, you got Aaron yeah. Rodgers, Tom Brady, you know, they ain't playing. So let's see on the AFC yeah. side. I was surprised Mahomes did, but he played. Uh, so mm-hmm. one of the quarterbacks, you look at on the AFC, Lamar, and Herbert, yeah. Lamar was hurt. Yeah, like, so, you know, he yeah. was, he wasn't going to Ben Roethlisberger. No. Ryan Tannehill, yeah. no. Car- like, so it's basically, wow, Yikes. Mac it's Jones is now our third best quarterback yeah. right now. <laughs> so uh, they could have uh, gone with uh, they could have gone with Mike White. They could have gone with. Oh, you're right. Uh, Drew Locke. Right. They could have. Like, Tyrod like, Taylor. Pretty much anybody. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, David. Tyrod. Where, was, yeah. where was Davis Mills? Davis Mills, your boy. Yeah. You got Joe shafted. Montana Mills. Damn it. So. But I did love seeing him even. So I love also they changed the rules. Obviously, in the Pro Bowl, they don't want any injuries. Basically, just trying to survive the game without getting hurt. And so they blow so many, so many plays dead before anybody even gets touched and all that. So I loved I know you saw it in the fourth quarter when Mac was trying to scramble for a first down and they blew the play dead like super early. But he just kept going and he literally ran 50 yards to go. It was like 70 yards. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I tweeted that out was hilarious. I tweeted out Sunday night. It's like that is probably the longest Mac Jones has ever run combined in his life. In I'm his impressed life. that yeah. he was actually able life. to uh, come back after that. That was impressive. It was probably since like that middle is, school track. Yeah, that is athletic talent to rebound after yeah. running that much. And it did the gritty in the end zone. It was hilarious. He did the so, white man okay. gritty. It was so funny. This is this is me being old and 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 lame. Can you explain the gritty? What is the gritty? I know that's like the all mascot I, listen, for the for the Flyers, right? Isn't that gritty? That's all I know. Is that a oh, dance? May, maybe. It's a dance that Justin Jefferson popularized in the NFL. I don't know where it came from before oh. that. But ever so last year, every time he'd score, he would do this little thing and he put these the little gritty. his his like little, little glasses, glasses around up. his eyes, you know? Yeah. And he'd do it and it was it was pretty wild, and so it's really caught on. And so Mac Jones <laughs> tried to do on. it, and it was really funny, uh, but impressive. <laughs> you know what? I got to give him props. You know, I didn't think he'd had literally any moves at all. So the fact That's that he did that, rhythmic. I thought That's pretty good. good. Rhythm. Not bad. I, I'm sorry, but the only thing I can think of Justin Jefferson, especially from this year, do you remember that play? I think it was halfway through the season. Uh, I don't know if the quarterback was scrambling and he was running out or like the running back came in. And then all of a sudden into yeah. the frame, you see Justin Jefferson running with his arms, like a windmill. As he's like, whoop, 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 whoop. that's all I can imagine is what he was saying as he's running into the play to try and make a block. That was, so that was one of the highlights of the season. I would say, Oh yeah, yeah that was fantastic. That, that was kind of like last year's when DK Metcalf ran down Buda Baker. It was oh sort of like God. that where you're just like, and you hear Patrick Pearson talking about, it, he's like, Run, Buddha! He coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like it's the opposite because DK Metcalf. I'm sure he was just making like Terminator sounds, like yeah, like he's just super. You intense. will die. You or, will explode. Like I literally yeah, just Jefferson pictured the T one thousand running like with his arms, but yeah. Jefferson's going. Like it's just like that was awesome. That was pretty awesome. Hey, the AFC won, so good on them. Hooray, AFC. Yeah, does that have any uh, <laughs> predictive value for the Super Bowl? I've, I've meant to look that up. I'd be curious Ooh, to know. Like, I, I Pro Bowl teams versus that. Super Bowl champs and the correlation there. Probably highly we'll get, correlated. We'll get we'll get Statboy on it. He'll get it for Thursday's episode. He'll let us know. 
So that'll be good. Okay. That's a good, good question. Good. I did I did see that um speaking of the correlation there, I did see that Madden yes. has done a simulation on the video Ooh, game. And yes. the Bengals won the game 24-21 oh in the Madden gosh. simulation. FYI, oh Joe Burrow was the MVP, three touchdowns. So it's pretty much done. I don't even know why they're gonna play, honestly. You tell me Joe Joe Mixon was not the MVP? Joe Mixon was not the MVP, but he was the leading rusher. Had seventy eight yards on the ground. So. Oh, 18 big carries. Day yeah. Big day. Yeah, big it's day. a pretty, pretty big day. It's about four eclipse. So, so he, uh, Madden, yeah. So that, and the Madden, Madden simulation has been right about half the time. So, that tells us pretty much. <laughs> so 60% of the time it works every time. Is that what you're telling it's me? It's like sex Panther. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's, that is, that is pungent. What is, what does that smell? Stings the nostrils. <laughs> Stings. Okay. Yeah. So, so Madden, I think uh, I'm going all in on the Bengals. Yeah. All right. Putting all the chips in because of Madden, and then all you get to like sue, yeah. sue EA Sports if uh, if you lose. Yes, I will. I will. Um, okay. I heard a. Uh, I've been sorry. I've been listening recently to the Smartless podcast. You ever listen to this? Oh my uh, gosh, Jason Bateman, and Will Arnett, That's and Sean right. Hayes. That's right. Oh my god, it is so so funny. Well, they were interviewing Will Ferrell, and they inter- they've interviewed some. I mean, all of the top comedians and stars and stuff like that. And um, they interviewed Will Ferrell, and he he made mention of something I haven't heard of and hadn't thought about in twenty five to thirty years. The old Columbia, like you could buy CDs exchange thing where you could buy like thirteen CDs for a dollar kind of thing. And then, yeah, like I would do yeah. it. With, it was BMG Music Service whenever we were little. I did it. At least that's what I did. And he's like, "Yeah, Will Ferrell talked about like I'd, I'd buy these thirteen albums, and then the trick was if you didn't cancel within fourteen days, like they would charge you for the next month. They would charge you full price for a CD, and then they'd keep charging you every month and send you one CD if you just didn't pay attention. So I think I guess the kick the kicker was like people would pay attention. They start getting CDs right. in the mail, and they just pay the twenty dollars a month. <laughs> and so he's he made some joke about." putting together like a class action lawsuit against them. And all this kind of stuff is really funny. <laughs> I'm kind of awesome. thinking of the same thing, suing a, suing a corporation for suing nonsense. A corporation. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. going back to speaking of, of nonsense, we did have a do it bet on the Pro Bowl. So I think we should uh, break that down a little bit, don't you? Uh, shall we? I guess we yeah. shall. This was, uh, this was a pretty ridiculous bet, honestly. But um, So I had Kirk Cousins, Najee Harris, Mike Evans, and Kyle Pitts. You had Justin Herbert, Jonathan Taylor, Jetta himself, Justin Jefferson, and George Kittle. Yes. Um, what I found interesting as I was tabulating the scores yesterday is uh, <laughs> I got touchdowns out of Evans and Pitts, and yeah. they equaled about the same number of points as Kittle and Jefferson just because of PPR. <laughs> no touchdowns. You know, like Kittle was like you know four for forty eight or something, and Pitts was like two catches for 11 yards and a touchdown, you know, and a touchdown. So it's like, they basically ended up, they basically ended up all the same. So that the Najee and Taylor Evans and Jefferson Kittle and Pitts were all kind of within the same point range. It really came down to Kirk Cousins versus Justin Herbert. Herbert, as we all know, was the MVP of as the we Pro Bowl. All know. Everybody, as we all that know, MVP. everybody heard that uh, headline of the uh, ESPN app today. Uh, so you end up with 37.12 points to my 31.94. You, when do it bet. Well done. Uh, well what done. was I going to say? What was I love the fact that the running backs on both teams, I think, combined for 20 yards. It's just like, oh, my oh, God. It was like everybody, everybody had like three carries for seven yards. I think Justin Jefferson yeah. probably to put it over the top for me because he had a rush or two. So that that's what he they did. He did have a rush. Very yep. versatile. 
Very versatile. Jet. Right. Watch out. He's like a he's like a young Debo out there. Oh yes, yes. How old is Debo? He's not that old. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He's, <laughs> he's like he's a maybe year a older year than Justin Jefferson. <laughs> a year or two older than him. Yeah. I'll, I'll mentor you, young Jefferson. You can be my Come here. apprentice. You need yes. to put on about forty pounds of muscle. Oh yeah, just a little bit. Um, all right, so the Pro Bowl is officially in our rearview window, and now our total focus is Super Bowl. And I know we're going to do a huge deep dive on Thursday. We're going to go over prop bets and you know going over what we think is going to happen in the game. But more importantly, how do you prepare for the game as a spectator? Like, what are your yes? This go-tos? is this is very important. Yes. What are your go tos to eat? Because honestly, it's honestly one of the most look forward to meals of my year. You know, Thanksgiving's up there is like number one. Maybe like a Christmas or an Easter, but Super Bowl is legitimately top three because it's all the foods I'm not really allowed to eat during the year because you know they're not healthy and you know my wife as a fitness professional. So I look forward to this as basically the biggest cheat day of the year, and it's amazing. So like, what is a big cheat day? What are your staples? Like, what are you like? This is what I need to have. So I love uh, what I love about the cheat day that is the Super Bowl is the pairings, the food pairings make absolutely no sense. There is, there's no common theme whatsoever. Um, other than they can pretty much all be eaten with a toothpick. That's about the only thing that is is like necessary for, or pretty much that they're all cause early heart attacks. I think that's the other, Oh, you know what? That's actually, yeah, you're right. That's true. Uh, massive congestive heart failure. So (laughs) I will, I will walk you through the St. Louis experience that we have and it's, it's weather dependent. Okay. So we get there on Friday night, usually kind of hang out. We spend all day Saturday hanging out, you know, maybe play some cards. There's like, my parents have got this old Papa shot basketball goal that we got when we were, I was in like third grade. They still got it in their basement. So my brother and I, do you remember when we had that at school? I got one for like my birthday or something and I brought it down to school and we had it set up in the lounge that lasted like, a month and then it broke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it broke, uh, yes. it broke immediately. Yes, <laughs> I do remember that. Um, it's very similar to that. Okay, so yes. we've got one of those that we. So every time we go there to their house, like my brother and I, basically spend the whole trip trying to get high scorers against each other. You know, like you get the high oh, scores, you walk off, you sit on the couch for a while, and let the other guy just go at it until he gets it. You know, <laughs> so um, so we do that for a long time. Um, get some bourbon and some beer, have a great time, and then Sunday. So Sunday. If the weather's nice, we will set up a tent in their backyard and we will tailgate in the backyard. We'll put a TV out nice. there. It's a like hole it. going oh, full tailgate experience. All right. If it's not nice, which it often isn't in St. Louis in February, um, we will stay inside and we will do more of the same from what we did Saturday. <laughs> but <laughs> the same. getting to the food, which is the important yes. part here. So the central this has evolved quite a bit. This has evolved. Uh, I think you're aware. My parents are vegan. And have done so for health reasons, and it's been really great for them, but has been, you know, oftentimes difficult because we don't, we eat meat and eggs and all we, that kind of stuff. We so, love meat. Um, so they've been very accommodating and obviously I've always kind of, we've done two meals or like I've, I've tried a lot of their vegan meals. They, they're great cooks. They do a lot of really good food. So like I will eat vegan whenever I go with them because I like the food. It's good. So um, Super Bowl has traditionally been meatballs. That have been in like yes. a crock pot kind of thing where you've got either yep. a marinara or a barbecue sauce. Uh, little weenies. Pot meatballs. Yep. Could be the same thing. Or pigs in a blanket. Either one of those is fine. You can do the weenies by themselves. Little smokies. Oh, you're, talking, barbecue. you're talking about little you're talking about the little weenies that aren't wrapped. You're just talking about literally the weenie in essentially do, the meatball ish yeah. sauce. 
I got you. Like yes. a barbecue. You can do the smokies okay. in a barbecue sauce in a in a crock pot, or you can do them pigs in a blanket. Either one. Yeah, that's that's my. Gym. We like both of those. Um, so we usually will have both of those are like absolutely essential. Usually some kind of nacho will go along with that. Um, maybe like a pizza rolls or a pizza bagels or something that's got like a pizza derivative as well. <laughs> um, kind of just throw all that together, you know, sort of, that's sort of the, sort of the baseline of what we've traditionally done. Maybe a shrimp cocktail nice. in there. If we're feeling Whoa, fancy, that's, that's fancy, man. Watch out. If we're that's... feeling fancy, uh, like, a, you know, a charcuterie yeah. board, you usually have a charcuterie board, maybe a veggie tray. What, I don't know. Suit and tie while you're eating this at the Super Bowl, Like you, what are we this doing? This is a black tie event. I forgot to mention that. No, this is this oh, okay, whole weekend is black tie. Yeah. Like top hat, including, or just black tie monocle. No. Um, you gotta have tails cane? on your jacket. Uh, cane. cane optional. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. but if you have a cane, so it has like, to have a, like, a, like a diamond. Yeah. If it has, a, if you have a cane, then you have to have like the diamond handle on it. Well, that's a given. That's the only kind I have. So don't even question me on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's that's classy. Once you get once you threw me a shrimp cocktail, I'm not gonna lie. That's right. <laughs> Everything else. That's a, that's I like a an every rattled. ten years. That's like a that's more like a leap year kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, if you had said like the uh, popcorn shrimp from uh, the Gorton's Fisherman, I'd be like, okay, we're in. But now you, you threw. I just Ooh. picture like a a glass goblet like with the shrimp hanging over the side, and you got the ice, and that's just that's a lot of work and effort and classiness. For Probably me. more likely like a Costco it. tray, or you know, but but either way, yeah. <laughs> Either First way. of all, Costco has some great stuff. I love me some Costco. I, Who I doesn't could, love Costco? I could, I could literally have a meal just walking around to the samples and be good for the day, <laughs> or at least be good for that. If it's lunchtime, I'm set. But uh, so Well, yes, then you can get like a $2 Costco. slice of pizza that's as big as your head, and you're like, I'm good. It is man. massive. A slice of pizza and all the samples, I'm good. So Brady will come with me sometimes to Costco, and he was like, Dad, can I get the hot dog? I'm like, sure. It's like 50 cents, and it's literally the size of your arm. So let's go. Um, and he will eat that entire sucker. I was like, wow, really? man. That is impressive. So yeah. like, as we're going Good. through the store, he says, Dad, can we get the hot dog first? I'm like, of course. That's a thing. So as by the time we are done shopping, he has finished that arm-long hot He's dog. He's eaten his hot dog. Wow. Yes. That is impressive. We got a little yes. uh, Joey Chestnut. We have a Joey Chestnut in our hands <laughs> yeah. here, maybe. Kobayashi. Yeah. <laughs> he literally can eat his whole weight in hot dogs because he is not a big boy. <laughs> All right. So tell me about your uh, Super Bowl experiences. Tell me what, what your so, go-tos and what your necessary items are. Yeah, man. So it's definitely not as uh, structured as yours. By the way, that sounds amazing. And um, I know I have, I'm technically an adoptive son of your parents. So whenever I'm just ready for the invite, just let me know. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll drive. We'll be there this weekend. Uh, so come on, come on down. Oh, come on down. Um, and I, I will tell you, there's there's been a, there have been some updates to the menu that we will discuss after you disclose your probably similar menus. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so I'm not uh, as structured as would as you would say. You know, you definitely have the tradition and um, the not the routines, but you know the the history behind it. So you kind of have a general game plan of how you're doing it, which is awesome. I love that. Uh, so I don't have the same stability. However, when it comes to just general snacks and foods, personally, I always love going to someone else's party just because I view that as like, oh, it's a fun little treat. I get out of my house. You, it's you cooked for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But with cooking being loose, obviously, with the, with the air quotes. And let's be honest, <laughs> we're all just heating stuff up in the oven. However, there is one staple and you mentioned it. And this is a Gelfand staple. And again, it's it's not groundbreaking by any means, but literally... My dad 
this is his thing whenever we would go to like a birthday party or a wedding or like some other family event. My dad is a very picky eater. He eats like three things. Like growing up when I was, you know, in living in, in their house, he would either hamburgers, spaghetti, or like hot dogs. And that was it. Like those were his okay. three things. And Sounds like my know, father-in-law. For, yeah. And he would always in the morning either have like a bowl of Cheerios or what is called wheat tina, which is just this gross thing you put on the stove top. It's basically super fiber punch in your face kind of meal. It's like a like an oatmeal kind of yeah, yeah. In that Gross. same. So anyway, Gross. I give you this backstory knowing that there's one thing my dad would always have to have at a social event in order for him not to starve, and it was this thing that he loved more than anything in this world to eat, and that was little hot dogs wrapped in uh, pigs in a blanket. Is what they're right. called pigs like in a blanket. Rolls. Yes, but yeah. we always just call them little hot dogs. That was just our terminology for them. Because, but you had to clarify for me because you said the little smokies, you dip them in the sauce in the crock pot. True. But yes, my true. father is pigs in a blanket. He wants so that is pigs a in a blanket. So I, I respect any, that. Any social event, that is what I will bring. So if I'm ever invited to any Super Bowl party or any function, it doesn't even have to be sports related. No matter what, I always bring a huge tray of little hot dogs. That is what has been instilled in me as a boy, and I have carried it, and my, my kids will do the exact same thing. So, first and foremost, that is number one on the menu. I just make a shit ton of little hot dogs. So that's number one. Okay. And then okay. just as a uh, buddy, the elf has his four major food groups of like candy, sugar, candy canes, syrup. Mine are kind of the same and all fried. So you got little hot dogs, mozzarella sticks, meatballs, like all those. Basically, if you were in the freezer aisle and those Tyson any tizers, that's what I'm having. <laughs> and yes. like any, yes. any, any tizers are on my menu. But one thing I'm jealous that I've never had is those, and I, you, I, I'm sure seen it on commercials. It's a shrimp cocktail. You, no, because I'm not that fancy. <laughs> but I don't know if you've ever been to a fancy one where they have the stadium that's made up of like cold cuts. Oh my god! Like that's that. a, so yeah, we, we certainly had charcuterie boards, but never that no, artistic. No, no, no. Once again, you're getting into charcuterie board. Way too fancy for me. I'm talking about the one. It's like a stadium, meat stadium. <laughs> a meat stadium. And so obviously your parents are not going to have that. But <laughs> it is literally a meat and die. condiment and like chip stadium. I've always wanted. That's a dream of mine. That's uh, you say you want to go to the dream. Super Bowl in your life. My goal is to have. I want stadium. a meat Super Bowl in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, I feel like Although, I feel like the listeners can make that happen for you. I feel like we need like a GoFundMe, like a GoFundMe. Come on, guys! Get Ethan, a let's, meat let's stadium. Ethan up at the meat stadium. <laughs> Who was with me? Although, <laughs> shout out to uh, Kirsten's friend Deanne, uh, Deanne back in State College because for Brady's first birthday, I won't speak of the Super Bowl that it was on. Uh, it was not great times, Uh-oh. but it was just for the Nick's first birthday. Philly special. As I said it's it's the Super Bowl that shall not be named. Um, yeah, she made him. She is a great baker. She makes amazing cakes and can do it in shapes. Like at one point, she made the Nittany Lion for Kirsten's like one year fitness inspired anniversary. Um, so she's like, I'll make Brady a cake, and so it was, it was football themed. Um, she legitimately made a cake in the shape of a football stadium, and not just like oh, it's just like a big oval or but like no. I'm talking about it was piped to look like the stadium. There were oh stands God. in there with uh, like circle sprinkles as the as the the spectators. Like it was to the nines. There was some awesome. vomit she, like on the, in one of the rows. Yeah. yeah, it was chocolate, so it was perfect. Um, yeah. You know, she did. The, she piped the logos of the Patriots and the other team. So it was 
it was awesome. And again, shout out Dan. I know you're listening. So thank you very much for his, his awesome football stadium cake. Now I just need a stadium, a meat stadium. Give me that a meat stadium. Give me that meat <laughs> stadium. Uh, we're going to make this yeah. happen for you. I'm, I'm, I'm now determined to get you a meat stadium. I think it's, <laughs> a meat, it, it needs to happen. Chip cracker stadium. Ugh, that's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream right there. Um, so I will tell you that, um, we have had updates to our menu more recently, and my parents have been trying to introduce more vegan options into the Super Bowl, which sounds sacrilegious, sure. right? But I will tell you, my mom makes these nachos that are pretty damn good, and they're vegan. They've got like a vegan cheese on them, oh. and uh, which which is hit or miss. The vegan cheese is hit or miss, but they got a vegan cheese on them. They've got like some beans, and they've got like some like some um, green onion, like chives kind of things going. Like there's a there's a bunch of good stuff on there. Love those. She has always made my entire life a killer potato soup. She makes a Ooh. potato soup. Okay. Awesome. So like I'm I'm actually I kind of get like excited about that nowadays. You get jazzed you know? up. Okay. I get pretty right, jazzed so- up. Cause because truthfully, if I if I if I mash a hundred meatballs and little smokies in, <laughs> in my mouth, which I've been known to do, which I will I just will be do. rolling on the floor the, the rest of the day. I'm just like I'm basically dead. Like I'm I'm yes. in a coma, you know, for the whole thing. I can have this so that's stuff. My, I can just kind of keep rolling. So that's my follow-up question. So what time do you guys start like the celebration? So you're out ta- like if it's nice outside, what time does tailgate kick off? Like when does that start? Tailgate will usually you... yeah, tailgate will tailgate will kick off um whenever the pregame coverage starts. So usually around the lunch the lunch so hour. So like usually around a week prior, that's when the pregame coverage starts. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, already started. Yeah, I'm I'm already tailgating. I'm already tailgating. You are yeah. tailgating. <laughs> you are now. I am crushing it right now. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's so around, around the lunch hour. Typically you gotta, you gotta like slowly roll out of bed and, you know, and like kind of get going on your day or whatever. And, uh, yeah, eventually you just start saying like, Hey, I'm ready for, ready for those nachos anytime now. I'm I'm ready to eat. So let's just do <laughs> See, I just feel like once again, Make it's it like happen. the Thanksgiving, you just eat all day, which I love, but okay. Let's be yes, honest. That, probably that Super is... Bowl. It's, it's like two o'clock on. That's probably it. Right. Yeah. That's I might go a right. little bit earlier. I might start. I might start snacking on something a little, like the meat and cheese may come out a little bit earlier, you know, truthfully, but <laughs> um, that's just usually like, the, like beef and cheese. You smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> you smell, yeah. You're not Santa. <laughs> you um, throwing them lies. You said I'm throwing lies. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's usually what happens. Now, um, okay. I wanted to spend a, a few minutes at least on this episode talking about my next favorite Super Bowl tradition, which is, the puppy bowl. The puppy and bowl. If you don't know what the puppy bowl is, then you're missing out because I started watching this thing in college. All right. Shout out to Stonehands Crawford, who actually introduced me to this to me. <laughs> I, I hate to give him credit, but he did. You hate to. He, it, during the on Super Bowl Sunday in the morning on Animal Planet, they showed the puppy bowl. <laughs> and back then it was like Puppy Bowl three. It was like the third year they'd ever had it, I think. And the basic premise was they just put a bunch of really cute adoptable puppies in a like it was like a play what pen. appeared to be some it was like a playpen, but they made, made they like marked lines on like a stadium. It looked yeah. like a, like an MDF like stadium or whatever. And they put a chew toy in the middle, and they they said they were on different teams, you know. <laughs> and and then basically they had this little guy, it was like a college kid basically in a referee shirt, who's like the ref, and they would grab a chew toy and they'd run to the end zone and they'd get a touchdown. 
you know and of course they have no idea what's going on they're just like out there playing right like, and half the time like they're not even participating or one of them's like sleeping or whatever one's it was hilarious to watch. Yeah. yeah one's peeing on another dog like because they're all puppies they're all like really cute and it's just funny to watch and like the ref would chime in and be like oh you've got a penalty uh <laughs> excessive barking or whatever you know like they've, they they make up all these penalties for them and they also have like the uh the water bowl cam so they'll come and get water and there's like a camera in the bowl you see them just in there like gulping up some water so i don't know why and maybe i'm just like an insane person but i absolutely love you are the puppy bowl. <laughs> i have always loved <laughs> the puppy bowl and uh i've always enjoyed watching it it's just it's kind of just hilarity it's like stupid well they had like a cat cheerleading section at one point and then they had like these oh, hamsters God. who were commentators they had hamsters in a blimp that were like the commentators that were like they've really evolved this thing <laughs> i was gonna say the special the budget has just gone through the roof the budget has gone things. through the roof yeah, uh, I really hope they put it. They've moved it to it's literally uh, at the same time as the Super Bowl, as it's just starting. To they're pull competing, yeah. Away. Um, yeah, they're competing with the Super Bowl at this point. Um, but yeah, so these all these dogs were adoptable at one point. So like, I tried to get yeah. one one time. Jamie and I tried to get one because there was like <laughs> there was a dog, awesome. there was a dog named Winston, and we're like, oh man, I think his name was Sir Winston. And we're like, you know, we went to school in Winston Salem. It was kind of like a, it would be a good dog name. And it was the kind of dog we wanted. And like we we reached out about him. He was already they, they were already adopted by the time they got it on the TV show. So we didn't we didn't have a chance to get Sir Winston. But they have since gotten more creative with the dog names. And I sent you a few of them. This year we've I was got say, I've, Odell Barkham. I've pulled up I've pulled up the roster and I love Team Rough versus Team Fluff. So uh, Team Rough is, versus first Team First of all, Fluff, great yeah. names. And their headshots yep, are we've spectacular. Got, uh, yeah, Odell Barkham is on Team Rough, and then Rob Gronchowski is on Team Fluff. And there are a bunch of other great names like Biff, who's like a little Maltese. <laughs> 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 and there's, uh, there's one named Brady. You know, he's a golden retriever slash chihuahua, which is a really weird mix. That is a but, weird um, mix. I always like to pick a favorite, you know, leading up to the game and, and kind of put my money on him. You know, I'd like some, I'd like some, uh, some prop bets. I was going to say, is that going to show, I'm, I'm that that. show up in DraftKings? Say like Pepper Jack sure is so. plus 50 for first touchdown score? or like because Let me Jack, tell you. He looks ready. He, he looks ready. I agree. Um, let me tell you a probably not so brief story about the Puppy Bowl. So <laughs> probably they do not have, so brief. They, I'm just, at least I'm being honest. They, they once had an MVP. I don't know if they still do it or not, but they had an MVP. And it was entirely fan voted for the first several years. And so when I was in Atlanta, straight out of college, like a year out, I was watching with my roommate and we were both, I got him into it. And he was like, this is amazing. And so we were sitting there watching the puppy bowl and I decided this one, this one chick scored four touchdowns on one play. All right. Matilda was her name. <laughs> on one play. She, she grabbed it allowed. Yeah. No, it is. Cause there are no rules. She grabbed the chew toy and she just <laughs> no ran rules. back and forth across the entire oh. stadium to both end zones and scored four straight. And then she ran off into the tunnel. And I was like, Matilda dropped the mic. Walk like off. she just crushed it. Walk off. It's a walk off, right? So I go on and I'm like, I'm just gonna vote for her for MVP, right? So I go onto their website, I vote MVP. We're like shammered at this point. <laughs> so I'm just gonna be honest, like <laughs> a lot of Bud Light and Jim Beam at that point. So I'm voting for Matilda for MVP. And I notice when I vote for her, it says it gives you the breakdown percentage wise of what the fan vote is. And she's sitting at like twelve percent of the fan vote. And I'm like, well, geez, who's who's winning That's this? That's like, pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna though, vote. Right? I'm going to vote for her again. So I went in and voted for her again and it bumped it to like 14%. And I was like, Ooh, wait a second. I can, I can do this. I might be able to influence the puppy bowl MVP <laughs> vote. So 
throughout the puppy bowl, I'm sitting here refreshing and revoting for Matilda. Okay. And she's kind of slowly inching up in her percentages and they're doing like mid puppy bowl. They do like a, you know, at the half, um, Dominic is leading the fan voting for MVP. And then it's max. And then in the third place, we have Matilda's kind of making a charge. And so like, I'm continuing to vote throughout the entire puppy bowl. I shit you not. This is one of my claims to fame. I won she Matilda, won. the MVP. She won the MVP because I kept voting for her. And she got up to like 47% or something crazy. And it so, was all me just over and over and over again. If you had to go back and count, how many votes did you cast for Matilda? Well, probably like 30 to 40, probably somewhere in that range. Okay. Okay. Which tells and you that wonder- only like 100 votes happened in total. <laughs> And we wonder why there's such voter insecurity these days in America. We got you know Matilda. That was the original. The votes. <laughs> now that that story's made it stop, mainstream. Stop um, the steal, Kemp. Stop the stop steal. The steal. That was yeah. Dominic's. That was bad. Dominic's MVP. Dominic. You know, the problem was Matilda was a twin. She had a twin brother. Oh, and I think that split Dominic? the vote. Oh, they were confused. No, it was another M. It was like it was like Mateus or something. It was like another M. And I think they split the vote and people were confused. And like, you know, it's sort of like American Idol. If you have like two rockers on there, you know, one of them's got to go. And like, they'd never win or whatever. So it was, uh, it, was, it was a pretty exciting day. I'll just say that. I well was done, my friend. That's I was impressive. excited. Good job. Yeah, I gave Dude, her the MVP. You should have that like framed up. You should have gotten a picture of her and just kind of had it on your wall and just with a trophy MVP. You know what? I might Google her and see if I can find her. It's probably the 2008 just, or nine Puppy Bowl. I'm going to look you that just up. Go, puppy Bowl champion. Go track MVP. her down. She's probably living in like Tuscaloosa or something. You just go down, knock you on know the door. I, I like, hope she's hey. still kicking. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's still. I around. hope she's still MVP kicking. MVP like um, that. I'm gonna, they take care of her. That's a that's a good that's a good life. Here it is. 2009 MVP named in Puppy Bowl. Matilda, a nine week old beagle playing in her rookie year. There's a whole article rookie about year? it. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I think we they're all rookies because they're all like they're all like puppies. Well, they're all puppies. Um, so they should all be rookies. Yeah, they should all be rookies. A career defining, record breaking string of touchdown runs was the highlight of the 2009 event. This regal beagle <laughs> dominated the competition to become the fifth recipient of. Of the coveted Most Valuable Puppy Award. Most this, valuable this is Puppy Bowl puppy. 5. Yep. Oh my goodness. This is amazing. <laughs> Thanks wow. goes to Matilda for her end zone to end zone runs, carrying the ball over the goal line for an unprecedented number of sequential puppy touchdowns in a single play. I should have written this article. No shit. <laughs> I should have written this. This you is really amazing. Should have. You probably. Okay. But then why am I scrolling down this article? And it says, And in an unbelievable moment that will go down in infamy alongside the Janet Jackson's 2004 Super Bowl performance, a practically nude, hairless Chinese crested dog burst onto the field, making indelible memories for tots and pups alike as the Puppy Bowl's first streaker. And they blacked yeah, there was out. a streaker. You see, you see the picture? They blacked out part of her body. <laughs> censored, excuse me. They censored it. <laughs> Uh, that's um, amazing. Um, that is amazing. Matilda, Matilda credits her hero Snoopy for setting the example yeah. for all beagles to follow. Oh my goodness! Well, and then I love at the end of the article. Was this article informative? Uh, that's a big yes. That is a absolutely yes. yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, wow. uh, Madeline. Oh, so you know what? I think it was uh, Matilda and Madeline. So maybe Madeline. Maybe it was her twin sister, Madeline. Mm. That might have been it. Okay, that was it. 
Wow. Okay. Love so it, man. Know what we're doing just pregame. Puppy bowl. Boom. Got it. Puppy bowl. Drop, if, if you can still vote, get in there and let's make it happen. Let's make I think. It. That's, I think that's either our goal. I mean, Odell Barkham and and Rob Gronchowski are both favorites of mine. I do like Biff the Maltese. That's a that's a great name, and he just he's this little Biff. white puffball, and his name's Biff. I just think that's great. There is Deacon's cousin there. There is the Shih Tzu, and in his picture, he's just laying down. I'm like, well, he's not getting MVP. <laughs> he's not, I mean, he's just laying um, down. Yeah, I could show you Deacon right now, who's in the office with me, and he's doing the same thing. There we go. He's curled See, up in a, a C shape, trained. Lay down. But uh, yes, okay, so we'll all be tuning into the Puppy Bowl on Sunday prior to the big game, as we like to call it. That's right. Uh, It's a great pregame. So well done. Well done getting Matilda. We're going to look her up. We'll reach out to her owners and see how she's doing to get uh, an exclusive interview. But um, damn. All right, so big one coming up on Thursday. Game's counting down. Days are coming. And you're you're leaving on Friday to go to St. Louis, right? You're going on Friday? That's right. I'll be here Thursday. We'll be covering player props. We'll make sure we get some good bets. Some fun stuff. Oh yeah, there's so many bets. It's the best. It's the best betting day of the year. It is, truly is. Nice man. All right, so keep tuned. Keep tuned. Who says that? Stay tuned for Thursday as we break down all things Super Bowl bets, game, all that fun stuff. But until that time, keep on folding. Fold it. Hmm, what, um, tell me what is the meaning of life? <laughs> <laughs>